Welcome to the Print Pod. I am Apoorva Mandhani and today I'm going to bring you the podcast version of my article which is titled How Gogoi Led Benches 2016 Ruling Enabled ICICI X CEO Coacher's Arrest Private Bank Public Servant Now just to let you know a special Central Bureau of Investigation that is CBI court on Wednesday extended the custody of former CEO and managing director of ICICI Bank Chanda Coacher her husband Deepak Coacher and Videocon founder chairman Venugopal Dhoot till 29th December the three of them were arrested last week and they're being probed in a case related to alleged cheating and irregular Charities and loans provided by ICICI Bank to Dhoot's Videocon group of companies between 2009 and 2011. The CBI, which lodged an FIR in the case in January 2019, has alleged that Kocher caused a loss of rupees 1730 crore to. ICICI Bank according to CBI in 2009 a sanctioning committee headed by Kocher cleared a rupee term loan of rupees 300 crore to Videocon International Electronics in contravention of rules and policies of the bank the agency has alleged that a day after the loan was dispersed Dhoot transferred rupees 64 crore to a company managed by Deepak the CBI has further said that from June 2009 to October 2011 ICICI Bank sanctioned six high value loans to various Videocon group companies the agency has also alleged that a flat valued at rupees 5.25 crore in February 1996 was transferred to the family trust of Kocher for only rupees 11 lakh in 2016 The CBI has stated in its remand plea and I quote being a public servant she that is Chanda Kocher was entrusted with the bank funds for which she was liable to discharge such trust in accordance with the guidelines issued by the ICICI bank unquote Kocher has been booked under provisions of the Prevention of Corruption Act 1988 along with charges of cheating and criminal conspiracy under the Indian Penal Code how does the Prevention of Corruption Act apply to employees of a private bank the answer actually lies in a 2016 Supreme Court judgment which ruled that the managing director and chair of a private bank are public servants under the provisions of the act let me just begin by telling you what the law says basically the definition of a public servant is included in section 2 subclause c of the prevention of corruption act the definition includes any person who holds an office by virtue of which he is authorized or required to perform any public duty so the supreme court in its 2016 judgment also refer to another provision which is section 2 subclause b of the act which defines public duty it says that public duty is a duty in discharge of which the state the public or the community at large has an interest there's another provision that you should know at this point section 46a of the banking regulation act 1949 which says that every chairman who is appointed on a whole time basis managing director director auditor liquidator manager and any other employee of a banking company shall be deemed to be a public servant for the purposes of chapter 9 of the indian penal code which lists offenses related to public servants so just to let you know these offenses include offenses related to public servants disobeying the law with the intent to 
cause injury to any person and public servants disobeying any direction under the law. Now, in its 2016 verdict, the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Ranjan Gogoi and Prafulla C. Pant ruled that the managing director or chairman and executive director of a private bank are public servants under the Prevention of Corruption Act. This judgment basically allowed an appeal filed by the CBI in an unrelated case and permitted it to continue with cases against two accused employees of a private bank under the Act. This particular case related to the allegations against the chairman, come managing director, and executive director of the Global Trust Bank that they allegedly abused their uh, position to siphon off the bank's money. So the court basically looked into the statement of objects and reasons of the Prevention of Corruption Act and noted that the law was intended to make the anti-corruption law more effective by widening its coverage and widening the scope of the definition of public servant. It then looked into whether the chairman, managing director or executive director of a private bank operating under a license issued by the Reserve Bank of India holds an office and performs public duties so as to attract the definition of public servant. Answering the question in the positive, the court noted that after the Prevention of Corruption Act was introduced, the offences under Section 161 to 165A, which were a part of Chapter 9 of the IPC, were deleted from Chapter 9 and engrafted under Sections 7 to 12 of the Prevention of Corruption Act. So the court then said that since these provisions were deleted from Chapter 9 of IPC and inserted in the Prevention of Corruption Act, Section 46A of the Banking Regulation Act 1949 should also have been amended so that banking officials are treated as public servants for sections 7 to 12 of the Prevention of Corruption Act. The court, in fact, called it, and I quote, wholly unintended legislative omission, which the court can fill up by a process of interpretation, unquote. So through this interpretation, the court read the provisions of the Prevention of Corruption Act and the Banking Regulation Act together to rule that officers of a private banking company would fall under the definition of a public servant as defined in the Prevention of Corruption Act. This was the court's interpretation. But how is this judgment used against bankers? So basically, the 2016 ruling was cited by the CBI just a year later in 2017 to justify its decision to carry out raids on the offices of NDTV and its promoter. The agency stated that it had registered a case based on a complaint of a shareholder of ICICI Bank and NDTV on allegations relating to wrongful gain of Rs 48 crore to NDTV promoters Pranay Roy, Radhika Roy, RRPR Holding Private Limited and a corresponding wrongful loss to ICICI Bank arising from their collusion and criminal conspiracy. Just to let you know, Radhika Roy, Pranay Roy, or RRPR holding is a promoter of NDTV. So while NDTV had back then raised questions over the CBI's jurisdiction when ICICI Bank was a private entity, the CBI relied on the Supreme Court judgment of 2016. Again, last month, using the same interpretation of public duty and public servant, a Delhi court ruled that since the Divan Housing Finance Limited or DHFL was discharging a public duty, basically this included taking deposits, giving loans and helping the government in various schemes by delivering houses to the public, 
So the court said that its former CMD Kapil Vadhavan and ex-director Dheeraj Vadhavan are public servants under Section 2 of the Prevention of Corruption Act. Just to give you a bit of background, the brothers have been named in a charge sheet filed by the CBI for cheating a consortium of 17 banks led by the Union Bank of India of Rs. 34,615 crore. The action was initiated on a complaint filed by the Union Bank of India, which was the leader of the 17-member lender consortium, which had extended credit facilities to the tune of Rs. 42,871 crore between 2010 and 2018. That's all I have for you for today. Thank you for listening in and please stay tuned for more such stories and visit our website for more such articles.